This is Sisters Let's Talk with Hilda Wayne. Why are we in the Pacific experiencing the highest rates of violence against women in the world? What is being done about it and what else do we need to do for lasting change? You're going to hear from some woman working in this space to help us get some answers. So it was quite confronting um, seeing them come to work with broken jaws, black eyes, bruises, broken arms. Alicia Sahib is the head of support services for the Bank South Pacific in Port Moresby and the force behind a safe house for women in PNG. So I started asking the question as to what's happening. And at the time, I was completely unaware of domestic violence. I didn't understand it much. What I knew of it was that it did hurt people physically, but that was it. About 10 years ago, she moved from Fiji to PNG with her husband and son for her job. One of the first things she had to do in a new role was dismiss a member of her staff, a woman she has never met, for not coming to work for 10 consecutive days. This was her first time to encounter the legacy of domestic violence in PNG. So it bothered me greatly that a staff, a female staff, got dismissed purely because of domestic violence. So that was the start of my journey of becoming aware and then wanting to do something about it. Alicia was faced with the fallout of domestic violence in her workplace when she had a wake-up call about her own life. I was reviewing and and reading a lot of what family sexual violence is all about, the impact of it, the various types of violence. And I realized that's been my life. Until that, that stage, I didn't really know that I was in an abusive relationship. I thought it was completely normal to be treated the way that I was treated because the culture that I come from, we are told from a very young age that a woman's happiness is in the man's happiness. So I was trying to be the good wife and the good mother, provide and take care of everyone. I didn't know that I was in an abusive relationship and that it wasn't right. For myself, coming from Papua New Guinea, I guess abuse would be maybe physical. What forms of abuse are there that women should know about? So family sexual violence is a, it's an umbrella of violence. It's purely, it occurs within a family, between partners, husband and wives, children and parents, or anyone that it's in, in a nuclear family. And the forms of violence could be sexual, physical, financial, spiritual emotional, mental. So it's a wide range of um, forms of violence. Not all of them give you a bruise on the skin that people can see. But the other forms of violence that you can't see, which is generally sexual violence, emotional, mental violence, that can hurt you as a person from the inside out. It has an impact on how you behave, your relationship with others, and, and how you view yourself, it literally beats you down to a level where you feel no sense of worth. And being in a relationship for that long, when did you start to think that this actually was abuse? Like I said, I didn't, I wasn't aware that I was in an abusive relationship. I would never see myself as a, a victim of domestic violence or family sexual violence, in fact. But I do know that something was not right because I was planning to get out of my marriage by committing suicide. I didn't think divorce was an option. I do remember 
not wanting to go home every day because the four walls were not safe for me. But I had to go home because my children were there. So prior to getting to the point of realizing that I was going to live before I needed to give divorce, I spent about four years planning my own suicide. So I had another child so my son wouldn't be alone. I had my family in Fiji. I knew if something happened to me, my kids would get looked after. So that was my aim. I became a different person. I, I did everything to be able to leave the world and make sure that my children were taken care of. So I guess that was one of the lowest point in your marriage, was it? Yeah, I think it, um, over the years, I, it broke me down as a person. The only place I, I could feel of some level of value was work. So all I did was work. It kept me busy, kept me happy. Um, at work, I felt safe. At home, I didn't feel safe. My children, I started observing that they knew what was happening. Both of them were scared of loud noises and banging. I thought we kept it in the room, but my children get affected by it. And when I made the decision that to live and to get a divorce, that's when I really realized that I made the right decision because I had to get out of the relationship to save my children. I was not doing them any good by remaining in it. And I was so focused on providing them with money or home when I was not here that I wasn't present in their life leading up to what I was planning to do. And I regret that the most, that I lost time and that I wasted it on someone that had no respect for me. But that time I took away from my children. Um, so all my time now I invest in them to be present in their lives because I didn't have any emotional connections with my children either. Alicia thankfully pulled herself out of a terrible marriage and was even able to develop a support system for other women in her workplace and beyond. She called it Belly CPNG, which means peaceful PNG. I'd mentioned the staff that I let go. Um, it bothered me greatly um, that I wasn't in a position to help her. But it took me a year of lobbying and speaking to a number of people, and eventually it got approved. And we were told to go and set it up and run it and managed to launch Open the Doors to the Belize PNG program in 2018. Good on you, Alicia. The rates of violence against women in the Pacific is amongst the highest in the world. Do you think this is becoming normalized? I think it has been normal for a long time. We are just coming to grips with it because we are talking about it. In my culture and religious background that I have, we are not meant to share these stories and information openly because we get told marriage is difficult. You have to get through it. And the worst thing is it's mostly the women who tell you to keep quiet or it'll bring shame to the family. I think for me, the most difficult thing, coming to terms with the fact that I was in an abusive marriage and relationship was the shame, the shame of being a victim. And to combat the shame, I've realized that I have to speak up because if I don't speak up, then my children may end up being victims. 
Because if we keep quiet, then we are teaching our children that it's okay to be abused. And that's not okay. Because I certainly don't want my children to end up in my situation in the future. Don't be afraid. Share your story. Tell someone. Because if you keep silent about it, the abuse and violence will one day cost your life. So I share my story not for sympathy. It's purely for awareness. And hopefully my story will help some change someone else's story. Alicia Sahib left her own abuser and is now adding up such important work supporting survivors of violence through a safe house with channels to medical and legal services. <music>